All summer, Triple M rocks the ashes. Bombs away. What a catch! He's taking a blinder! And it wouldn't be Triple M cricket without the banter. Got a new ball. It came back as some of that sandpaper all over. <laughs> as Australia and England fight for the urn, these guys will have everything covered. I'm here for insightful thinking of the game. For Cooper's mild ale, the best mid-strength beer that tastes like a full strength, this is Willow Talk. Oh, how exciting the summer of cricket is upon us. Welcome to Willow Talk. Liam Flanagan here, joined in studio by, well, I don't know if there's a man more excited about the summer of cricket ahead of us. He's, he's, he's going to be calling ball by ball uh, during our Ashes coverage. I speak, of course, of Gus Wong. G'day, Gussie. G'day, Liam. How are you, mate? Yeah, very, very excited. Only a few sleeps away now. This is really Christmas. Not the 25th. The 8th of December is Christmas Day. You, you look like Pat Cummins when he was made captain. You can't wipe the smile off your face right Ooh. now. You're that up and about. Yeah, I you? am. I am. I just It's all I want to talk about. I'm so excited about it. I'm just glad that we're going to have some crowds and, you know, the Ashes is here and, uh, you know, bring it on. Well, we can't just have two dribblers like you and no, me in here no. when we're talking <laughs> cricket. We need to bring in someone who knows the game, understands and it. And who's been there. Well, stood behind the stumps of 66 tests in the baggy green cap. We speak of Brad Haddon. G'day, Hats. Liam, g'day, mate. How exciting is it? I'm with you, Gussie. Ash's campaign is different to anything else. The theatre behind it, the banter. <laughs> mate, everyone has a comment, whether it's at your local RSL or you're out to... <laughs> the dinner, everyone's got a comment on the Ashes. Exactly right. So much to get through too, Liam. Should we start start the ball rolling with the captain? Let's talk about the captaincy. What do you think, Gussie? Well, I think it was a fantastic decision. I think it was a decision that had to be made. I think he's the perfect person coming off two, you know, Australian controversy type situations. I think you had to go there, but I'm really glad that Smithy's the VC. But what I wanted to ask you, Hads, was... Do you think it's the right call? But also, what sort of role should Smithy play now, being an ex-captain coming back into it? Yeah, firstly, I think it's the right call. I think we needed someone like Paddy Cummins. I think what he'll do, he's just the, the perfect role model for everyone. The one thing he's got with Steve Smith as his vice-captain, I've heard a bit of talk about the week that he'll take over at different times a captain. That doesn't work. The, the captain creates the identity for the team. Paddy will be captain of the team. Steve will complement the vision that he has and the style of play that he wants to do. And, and I think Steve Smith will, will do a really good job as vice-captain. I think since he's had the captaincy, and lost it and come back. He's now a better leader. Um, and I think we're going to see that um, over the summer with the role he plays as VC. Yeah, and I think he's a better person as well, Liam. I think I've spoken about it with yeah. you and, and MG on your show and also on the Brecky New Brecky show. The fact is that he's more rounded as a person now. He's not just a cricketer because he went into schools. He, he took the hard line. He stood up there in front of kids who gave it to him. You know, and ask him all the tough questions. And sometimes with tears running down his eyes, he spoke about losing the leadership, not losing, losing that spot in the Australian team. He's grown a tremendous amount. He saved lives. And I think he's a better person to be a leader now. Is that what you mean by that? Yeah, I, I do. And I think it's a great opportunity also for him to have another taste of leadership. He, he's got to see if he wants this also. What he went through in South Africa and, and the, the months and years afterwards it was traumatic. Um, so he's got to see if he, he wants to go back into that role, be the, the focus of, of leadership with the Australian cricket team. He might not want it. He might say, you know what, I've had my time as Australian captain or vice captain. I just want to bat. But Paddy Cummins will do a good job. He's got to create his own identity, what he wants his team to look like, and Steve will complement that. How will that work logistically on the field when Pat finishes an over? And then do you like where will he field? Because, you know, we, with this idea that, you know, the fast bowlers, bugger off down to fine leg or third man at the end of their over. How will that work logistically? Well, he'll just go to mid-off and mid-on. He'll finish his overs. He'll be right there with the bowling group, which is good. 
Steve will be in first slip, so he'll get a good look at the angles um, and he can play around with that with the wicketkeeper. But traditionally, you put the fine leg, the captain, not the captain, the bowler at fine leg mm. because they're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but in Paddy Cummins, we've got a different breed. He'll, he'll do a good job. He's got a good understanding of the game. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how it works. Uh, a lot of pressure goes on him. And the one thing I hope he doesn't do is he bowls himself still in the big moments because that's the one thing Paddy was really good at. He's world-class winning big moments in test matches. And I just hope he doesn't underbowl himself. So many other countries have gone with fast bowlers, you know, Richard Hadley, Kapil Dev, you know. Was he macro? Imran Khan, absolutely. But we haven't done it in Australia. In fact, you know, Richie Benno's the last bowler. and I think we go 20 years further back for a fast bowler. Why is it that we've gone for batsmen and not bowlers? There's got to be a reason for it. That's why people were like, oh, I'm not sure about this. Let Paddy be the best bowler in the world, which he is. Don't put all that extra stress and strain of media and being the face of the team. Yeah, I think fast bowling is the hardest job in the team. Um, we ask a lot of our fast bowlers in Australia. Um, they've got to pound in on those hard wickets. We want them to bowl 140 plus. So it's a tough job. But I think the one thing, Paddy, is he's really rounded. He's got a great understanding of the game. He's, he's got a good balance off the field. Tactically, we haven't seen much of him. We've seen a little bit with New South Wales in the one days, and, and he was quite sharp in that area. But he'll, he'll grow into the role. He'll learn. He's got some good people around him. Um, and it's going to be interesting. Once his first test start, the, the Barmy Army will be ruthless on him, but well, he'll stand up. I spoke to him the other day, Liam, before I know we're going to talk about the keeper in a moment, mm. but the Barmy Army said to me, wanted me to do some stuff through the summer at some of their events and stuff, which I'm very happy envelopes? to do there. No envelope. No, no all, envelopes. All for the fun. All for the all fun. For the love of all the for the fun. So you've been working with MG for too long. <laughs> and they said to me, even though we won't be able to come over necessarily, we've got two or three bays at every test match done with poms that just live out here. And there's plenty of them, of course, you know. The great unwashed are here, so there's still <laughs> going to be a little bit of bit of banter from the Barmy Army, even though we won't get that five thousand that come in for Boxing Day that then move into the New mm. Year's Test match. But we still will have that influence, which will be great. The you know just the 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 noise and the music and stuff is awesome. Hads, I would argue that it's un-Australian of Gus Wallen to be taking cashies from the Barmy Army this summer <laughs> with so much on the line to front up. At There's no cashies, mate. This is all for the love. The, These, the blokes that I met when I did the Aussie Goes Barmy, they're all now the leaders of the Barmy Army. So it's catching up with old Jobs mates. for the boys. Mate, I hope if you are taking cash off them, you're ripping them off. <laughs> That's what I'd like what to see. What do you see. reckon I'm worth for a couple of mate, hours? Whatever you work mate. with them, put 50% tax on an Australian tax because well, I tell you what, they're good fun, the yeah. Barmy Army. A lot of countries go over and they don't enjoy the, the Barmy Army. I think Australia deal with them the best. We, we enjoy the banter. Um, they, they give it to you, but they, they also respect the game. I, I remember when Steve Smith um, got hit at, at Lords. Mm, yeah. he, he went off, but then he came back and he, he fought for a bit, then got out. But the Barmy Army stood and clapped him as he went off. So they respect the game. They can be a pain in the ass, but they're good fun sometimes. <laughs> they sure are. Hey, let's. it should be remiss of us not to talk about the, the huge announcement for Triple M's Ashes coverage today, the new additions. We already know. Know that we have Lord Ian Botham yeah, as a part of Lord as a part of our or Lord Beefy commentary. as we're going to call Lord him. Beefy, yeah, yeah, exactly right. Uh, but today the new additions that have been announced as well, just a bloke who happened to win the T Twenty World Cup a couple mm. of weeks back, Aaron Finch, Goes okay. Finchy, Finchy, good, and he's a rascal, good talker. Finchy. Yes, he's, he's a rascal, so he'd be good fun. He'd be perfect for Triple M. You're yeah, saying, perfect. He, he's tight with uh, with the Hawks legend Luke Hodge as well, and you, I remember hearing him when he's come on Triple M's footy coverage on occasion, and you can hear that naughtiness in the way that he and Hodgie talk to each other. You can Isn't tell they've got up to a bit of mischief over their time. And wouldn't you love to have been with those two blokes getting up to that mischief? But it's funny, <laughs> cricketers talking about football, 
and footballers talking about cricket or other sports, mm. they, they're more excited about the other sport than they ever are about their own sport. Mm. That's what I love about we have, it. When we've had Hads on, he just wants to talk about rugby league with MG. Well, he wants to talk about the Raiders and, you know, <laughs> six again, and he just gives it to me all the time. I don't want to talk about that anymore. <laughs> hey, the other name we, we need to address, Andy Lee. Andy yeah. Lee joining the team. So he loves the stars. Obviously, we see him in the T20 coverage. He's their 12th man, isn't he? So it'd be great just to see his... I suppose he's a fan, like I am, but he'll just bring his own unique humour to it. He will. Andy Lee was actually at my first test um, in, in the Caribbean. He was sitting in the in the grandstand drinking a lot of um, a lot of lot of rum. There's a lot of smoke well, coming around him as well. I don't know what was going on there, but well, it's, a, it's a, a, you know you've got to keep up your fluids when yeah, you're away on tour. Hydrating. He was definitely hydrating. So, but he's got a good knowledge of the game too. Well, um, and he's very tight with our new captain. Him and Pat Cummins are a very close friends. So is that how he got the job. Well, I would think so. Mm, I think so too. I would think so. He was barracking for Pat over Steve in a very big way. I think Andy Lee will be cheap to have on our coverage. Like, Ooh. I think we've all taken a little COVID hit on our <laughs> salaries. I know exactly where it's gone, Liam. Let's talk about someone that will be on the field. Is that Alex Carey, the fact that he's taken over the gloves? Um, were you surprised by that? Are you happy with that? What are your thoughts on the new keeper? No, I like it. I, I like that. I think Alex has earned, earned the right uh, to the Australian's next keeper. He's played 90 games for Australia in the, in the white ball. That'll help him feeling comfortable in the group straight away. There, there was a bit of talk about Inglis or, or Jimmy Pearson maybe got, jumping Alex, but he, he's got the first crack. And if he plays his cards right, this this is a long-term position. He, he can make this his own for the next five to, to seven years. The big thing he's got to remember, he'll score his runs. He, he did that in the um, 2019 World Cup under pressure, but his first job is with the gloves. His, his hardest job is going to be keeping the Nathan line in day four and day five. And that's where he's got to be his most polished. Okay. What about what about Inglis? He, he's he's a pom, really. You know, he's, he's a pom <laughs> until he, until we pick him. Uh, well, exactly. But he, I mean, he says now that he's obviously you know he's a Western Australian, he's an Australian, and so forth. But he did come come over, I think, as a twelve or fourteen year old. So he supported England all the way through that first bit. Is he next cab off the rank, or a Josh Philippi, or someone like that can just jump out of the clouds if it doesn't work out with Kerry? Well, there's, there's a few others, actually. Jimmy Pearson's one who's played some really good cricket. Inglis is an interesting one for me. He's at, had an outstanding 12 months. He, he's, he's done everything warranted to get his name up there. But now, all of a sudden, that comes with scrutiny. People will, will watch him closer, whether you miss a half chance, you, you go for a lean patch. So he's going to have a different dynamic this next 12 months because all the eyes are going to be on everything he, he does. So this would be good to see how he reacts to that. Okay. Uh, now, we are going to get a serious prediction from both of you gentlemen, but mm. let's hone in on this first test that kicks off next week at the Gabba. The bowlers, Hads, because James Patterson, the retirement that I don't think many people saw coming because this bloke perennially just missing out on being one of the best three. He's come through Stark, Cummins, Hazelwood. He's always been that fourth bowler, next cab off the rank, and when he's firing, he's firing. But he stepped away from the national setup. Would he have been a chance for this first test next week at the Gabba? Yeah, I think he would have been. Um, J- James Pattinson is, is a big loss for this series. You, you need um, between five and seven fast bowlers to get yourself through a series. We've seen last summer against India, I think Australia's quicks at the back end of the series, the Sydney and the Brisbane test, you could, you could see them flagging. Um, and the one thing you want from Mitchell Stark, you, you want him to bowl fast and aggressive. You, you want him to put pressure on that top order. You want him to scare the daylights out of the tail as well. So, yeah, I, I think Paddo's going to be a big loss for the series. Mm. Um, I think Stark will get the nod um, in the first test. And I, and I think so he'll be there. I, I think he will be. But you've got Nessa there. You've got um, Jai Richardson who've come in for the first two tests. And 
I could see Nessa playing a role in one of the first two tests only. Once the wickets get a bit flatter, I think guys like Sean Abbott and Richardson will come back into contention. But Stark, you want to be bowling, as I said, fast and aggressive. So I don't think they'll play all the tests, these three quicks. Wouldn't it be nice swing at about 150 clicks from Stark? would be amazing. But I land this morning, Pato was text by the Australian captain to say, have you really (laughs) want to not play? Because he knows exactly what you said. So when the captain's texting you and he went, you know what, I want to have a good big bash. I want to then have a little bit of time off. And I want to sort of get myself back for Victoria and be a leader amongst these young boys because there are a lot of young blokes coming through. So that shows maturity from that. But I'd like, I'd still like him to be available. You know how he could show leadership? To go out in the first test, get 10 wickets, yeah. and show to the young Victorian quicks, this is how it's done against the Poms. He's a big loss. And he's one of those guys you enjoy playing with, James Pattinson, because he's he's got those scary eyes. Once he walks across yeah. the field... He forgets everything that what's happened. Fever. Yeah, and I love playing against well, guys just like Just ask that. your old teammate, Paul Dan Hughes. Copped one in the Shield game from him the other week. Pattinson, I don't know what happened there. He saw Red and tossed the ball straight back at him. Yeah, but that, that's what you want from your fast bowls. Yeah, we used to do it with Dougie Bollinger. We, we used to say, mate, the, the game's a bit, <laughs> a bit the flat. Can Just throw the ball at someone, kick <laughs> someone or, or spit at someone at the non-striker's end. But don't say we told you. But <laughs> let's just, it, it sort of gets the game moving and everyone looks at him in, in the way going, this guy could do something stupid at any stage. Well, he came to the No BS lunch a couple of times and um, well, what goes on at the No BS, no BS lunch stays there, say. but let's just say he had a good time right. and when he got, got up on stage, I still can't quite believe what happened. Yeah, okay. Well, but the people yeah, there yeah. listening well, now will know. It's a memory for those people and those people only. We'll yes. keep it that way. Triple M's Willow Talk. Back soon for Cooper's Mild Ale, the best mid-strength beer that tastes like a full strength. If this show were a dismissal, it'd be a man cat. Oh, no! Triple M's Willow Talk. This is Willow Talk. Thanks to Cooper's Mild Ale, the best mid-strength beer that tastes like a full strength. Triple M Cricket is back. You can catch every ball on the listener app. And for those that aren't across the full compliment, the lineup that we're going to be delivering for these five test matches, Gus yourself, Mark Howard, James Brayshaw, all calling ball by ball, and Isabel Westbury. Yeah, so she's going to be the new Isha new, Gua. New, you know, new, great. No, she's the, the, she is her own Isabel Westbury. We that love it. That is true. But Isha <laughs> sort of started her career, which has now blossomed into the number one broadcaster. Oh, I see what you're saying. That, you know what I mean? So Izzy's going to be absolutely fantastic. Great mate of uh, Isha's as well. And I th- the simple fact for me is that it's going to be great to have a few poms in the, the English, box to yes. be able to just be able to just throw a little bit of variety at us because we're obviously, you know, more barrackers than, yeah. than callers. Well, and then we look at the experts and Hads, you're one of these. And I let me read out the, the names and I want you to rank yourself. I want you to tell well, me where you sit in this complement of names. Obviously, well, the, Tubby's one. Well, well, well above Lord. A hundred percent. Okay, so Mark Taylor, Taylor. Uh, Lord Ian Botham, Two. Uh, yourself, Hads, uh, Merv, the bus driver, Merv Hughes. Yeah, Merv. Merv you're ahead of Merv. Yeah, I'm hundred percent. You're ahead of Merv. Yeah. Uh, Greg Blewett. Yeah, Blewett. Yeah, yeah. Great field. You put yourself ahead of him though. Yeah, I put myself yeah, ahead of Blewett. He's yeah. good fun though, Blewett. Cow yeah. Ferguson, in my oh. mind, one of the most unlucky batsmen in the history of Australian Test cricket. Went down to Hobart, Just played one test. Got to be a little bit quicker between the wickets, and mate. then they decided to put the broom through the place. Yeah. After his first Test match, uh, and of course, as we mentioned today, Aaron Finch as well. So, oh, Finch is right up there. Yeah. Modern day player. How many World Cups did you win? Uh, I was involved in three World Cups and one two. Yeah. How many so, did you win, Gus? Uh, well. Only represented Australia at dodgeball, mm. and we came 31st out of 32 countries. That's all right. Do you know not, that not I'm terrific. a capped international cricketer? Wow. Well, <laughs> Vanuatu. Really? Vanuatu. How did you go? 
uh, terribly. Right. Opened the bowling yeah. against the Victorian Touring Club side. This is when I was living over there. Yeah. Opened the bowling and uh, maiden. Yeah. Oh, well, and well, it well. turns out that the bloke was thinking it would do something because I came back on from a second over and it went for about 28. Right. <laughs> He's like, yeah, this isn't this isn't doing anything. And okay. yeah. So no, I reckon no, Taylor, Lord, Haddon. Putting him on the podium. And Finch, unlucky in fourth, deserves more. Ooh. But that's where it lies. And then you've got your Merv, Blewett and Fergo. No, probably, yeah, you the, know. The adults. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. It's a fantastic lineup. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this is just going to be a terrific compliment. Whatever combinations we have on air, and as we mentioned, Andy Lee also going to be a part of it. Let's talk series. Yeah. I, want, I want from both of you, I'd like a, a full series prediction. I'd like a leading run scorer and a leading wicket taker. Okay, I'll, got it. I'll go first. We'll right. give, uh, give Hads a little bit more time to think about it because what he says actually means something. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with a series. I think we're going to have rain really affecting the first test, so get on the draw. I think it's $2.80 at the moment just for re- gamble responsibly. <laughs> um, I think it's $2.80, I think, last time I checked. What? Hold on. You're taking money off the poms while they're here, your cashies. Yeah. Now you're betting on a draw. What? Well, who only, are you? Only because of the rain. What, what has know? become of this cricket-loving man that we all <laughs> fell in love with? Yeah. Mate, I've been running a non-for-profit for two right. years. How do you reckon I'm going? <laughs> so that's that. That's that. I'm going to go with 2-0 uh, okay. to Australia with a couple of draws in there with mm-hmm. weather. I'm going to go with Smithy being the leading run scorer. I think he's just going to sma- snap back like he did after his uh, 12 months yep. off. And what was the last question? Uh, leading wicket taker. We'll go with Paddy. Paddy? Yeah, I think Paddy's going to lead us to a, to a series win and uh, leading wicket taker. What do you reckon, Hads? Well, I think the leading wicket taker is going to be Josh Hazelwood. Okay. Um, I, I think he's, over the last 12 months, I think his form has been as good as it's ever been in his career. Leading run scorer, I'm going to go a bit left field. Um, David Warner. Might, yes. He's been under a bit of pressure. It's but not that left field. Yeah, but he's, he's been under, the batting and one of our under best a bit of, <laughs> bit of pressure, but I, I think he'll dominate this um, England attack. I, they've got no pace at, at the top. If David Warner gets through the, the start of the game, he, he's going to dominate this Ashes series with the wickets we get in Australia. I, I think the only tests England can win uh, are the first one and the pink ball test. If they yeah, the don't get any, two. yeah, if they don't get any result out of that, um, I think it's going to be a long summer. So I, I think it's going to be three nil. Is this just quickly? We should mention. The other team playing in this series quickly. Who? England. Who? Yeah, the other team. Well, they're pretty good. Well, they no, they're more than good, and they bring out they come out with one of the best batsmen in the world in Joe Root. Yeah. Uh, but well, he is the number one ranked batsman right now, and the number one bowler is Cummins. So at some stage, Cummins to Root one v one. It's Federer and Nadal, or however we're going to call love, it. Love it. Which is awesome, right? Which is fantastic to see. But I want to take your point there about the bowling attack, Hads. You think this might be a bit of Dad's army business coming down here? Yeah, I do. I, I think you've got Anderson Broad, who are, who are great performers. They're, they've been great performers for a long, long time. But they're the number one fast bowling duo of all time, stats wise. Yeah, really. Are they in your mind though? Um, or do you go back well, to the Windies of the 80s? I, I think, yeah, Windies Pakistan. of the 80s, McGrath, Lee, Gillespie. Oh, you put those guys. But they're, they're performers. The one thing, though, it's not the Duke's ball. You can get away in England with the ball being bowling a bit slower airspeed because it moves around a little bit. Here they're not going to get that. And, and if we can keep them out in this first test, coming back for their fourth and fifth and sixth spells, we can break them leading into the next, the two and three tests. So I, I think they're going to struggle. Um with the conditions out here, those two. And they haven't got any pace. They've got yeah. Mark Wood, who's quick, um, but there's no way in the world he can play more than three tests. Um, they've lost Archer, which yeah, is a, a lot of their intimidation player. factor. But the, the player for me is is Ben Stokes. Take, take away his runs, 
uh, and his wickets. It's just the presence he gives his team. And he makes Joe Root's job a lot easier as well because, you know, as soon as the England captain gets on the field, we're, we're targeting. We're going to yeah. make him feel uncomfortable. We're going to throw the ball at him. We're going to get him off his game. We're going to do whatever we can do to ruffle Joe Root. So someone like Ben Stokes around, he's not intimidated by any of that. He, he'll he'll stick, stick up for him, and he'll be someone that will take the, the load off Joe Root. So he's a big, big player in that team. Now let's talk about a bloke who's on 399 test wickets and a friend of, of all of us in here. He's a tremendous bloke, probably the most loved Australian cricketer, certainly by the crowd as well. He's on 399. You said Alex Carey will be judged on how he keeps to him in days four and five or second innings of matches. What about Nathan Lyon? Where will he be looked at? He's the GOAT in terms of Arsene Best, obviously, off-spinner, but what sort of season will he have? He's got a huge role um, to play. His stats speak for itself. He's one wicket away from 400, but he's developed his game over the last few years where he can play a holding pattern. He he can hold the end if the quicks are bowling, keep the scoreboard down, but also he can turn it on and attack when he needs to attack when he sees an opening. So he's got a huge um, huge summer ahead there. The one thing Nathan Lyon does as well, you just watch him. He, he just loves playing for Australia. He loves hmm. these moments in the Ashes. He, he's up for this. He's, Keeper he's been, of the song. Yeah, he is. And, and that's yeah. really more important than the, the captain. So he's been getting ready for this this occasion for a long time. He doesn't play white ball cricket. Um, he, he's going to have a big summer. And he's got a, he's got a hold over a lot of these batsmen. He, he's, um, Josh Butler doesn't like facing him in test matches. And he's a big player for England. So... The GOAT, he just liked to get his first or second over, get that 400 out of the way. As <laughs> yeah. much as he said it won't play on his head, it will. Until uh, <laughs> he gets it, then he'll just work his way in the series. What, what a moment if that can be Alex Carey's, you know, first test dismissal. Oh, well, no, he's sixth because yeah. he would have had five off the quicks and then Nathan, oh, right, you know okay. what I mean? Like, I just meant for the <laughs> romantic in no, me. I'd love course. it to be his first. And it be, Nathan Lyon's 400, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Had the only unresolved Puzzle piece for this Aussie side is number five. Who gets it? I think Usman Khawaja. Yeah, I, I see no reason why you'd bring a 34-year-old into the squad if he's not going to play the first test. I, I know Head's um, done a lot um, during the summer. He's got a, he's got a couple of double hundreds. Um, he's played really well. But I, I'd go experience. With, with, with Green behind him and now a new keeper, I, I think Khawaja's experience at number five. Um, he knows how to change momentum in the game. He's, he's pretty calm, and you need that in a in a big series. So Kawaja for mine. You happy with that, Gussie? Yeah, I'm happy with that as well. If they'd gone for head as well, I would have been happy. He's obviously the <laughs> he's just a happy guy. He's, he's yeah, I mean, whatever. They're both they're both quality <laughs> cricketers. I am a little bit of worry about the fact that Green's just walked straight back into this team. Like I know that he did a little bit, but not when it really counted against India. Still, I think it's the longest time a bowler is bowled without getting a wicket in test cricket. He hasn't got one of those yet. And I suppose we want him to be great. We've been looking for that all-rounder for so long. But is it right that he just – there's been no discussion whatsoever? It's all been about Harris. Is Harris going to make it? Yeah, he is. Okay, well, who's going to be the captain? Okay. But that's number six positions just being locked in as green for the whole the whole winner. Yeah, well, I actually agree with that. I, I, okay. I think we've got a class act there in, in green. And he's one of those guys you need to stick with um, for a long time after – Last summer, we, he had he had some good moments with the bat. He, he was new to Test cricket, but he went away and dominated state cricket. He, he got hundreds, he got double hundreds. So I, I think we've got something really, really special. And he's one of those players you need to stick with for a while. Leave him at number six. He's got a really good cricket head on him. Uh, he does bowl a bit. He's bowling. It'll, it'll get better. 
Um, he's six foot and he can bowl near, near 140k. So I, I really like that that he's in the team and he's someone you need to stick with long term. Yeah, Gus. One of, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm with Shut you. Shut up. One, one <laughs> Leave of the, Cameron uh, Green alone. Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> one of the stats which we're going to have a bit of fun with this summer is the fact that Broad's 10 wickets away from being the number one bowler for England over both of them oh. in the Ashes. So I was thinking it'd be good to get like a little countdown. So I don't when, think you'll get it. You don't reckon you'll get doesn't, 10 wickets? Doesn't no. do it on Aussie so soil. So forget about the countdown? Well, it would be a good countdown, but my gut, <laughs> what odds you got? I know you had 280 for this, uh, the draw. Yeah, I haven't got, mate. Do you know how hard he's been working on this countdown idea and you just come out and squashed it? I could be wrong. I doubt it. <laughs> you know more, more bigger than anyone. Five but... tests, 10 wickets required. You don't reckon he gets there? That's, no. that's a bold prediction that from is a bold, but Let's put that in the... Then uh, lock that in. Lock that puppy in. But it's going to be a great summer. It's yeah. going to be awesome. You're going to be part of you know, our call. And just, Liam, I can't believe we didn't keep going with cricket. Like, we had such great momentum for those two seasons. Now we're back for the next three summers. And I really want it to be like the footy, yeah. you know, whether it's AFL or rugby league. It stays here. It just stays here. You know, we're rock and roll, we're sport and we're comedy. And they're the three things that the heartblood of what we're talking Absolutely. about. And, you know, cricket's a big part of our summer. It's our only true national game. So just glad to be back on Triple oh, M again. Oh, look at him. It's like. <laughs> Come on. He is pumped up. <laughs> Gus Wallen going to be a part of this fantastic uh, call team that we have put together for the Ashes. Triple M Cricket is back. You can catch every ball on the listener app. This has been the first installment of Willow Talk. Thanks to Cooper's Mild Out Hads. Go away, do your stats, do your prep, do your research, be ready, because come uh, that first day at the Gabba, it is on. I, I can't wait. I can also see the first day. First day, but just a little feather to carry, oh, get him on the, the way. First wicket. Hazelwood, nice. a little, little edge on your bike. See you, Rory Burns. Yeah, <laughs> see you, Rory. Thanks for coming, mate. Enjoy your trip. We'll catch you next time on Willow Talk. <laughs> Triple M's Willow Talk has been dismissed. Keep walking, boy! <laughs> You can stream every ball of Triple M rocking the ashes by downloading the listener app.